welcome to episode three of the 18th Shadow Radio. This is your author and narrator, John Lee Grafton. The 18th Shadow, Phase 1, Dawn of the Courtesan, Chapter 1.3. My name is Tara Dean. Wikipedia.hollow excerpt, last updated, September 11th, 2077, regarding 21st century alcohol addiction. Third-time offenders scheduled for sonic addiction microcellular lobotomy surgery will be housed on a secure wing or hospital floor. These areas are called slaughterhouses by the pro-alcohol subculture. This slanderous term was popularized in the North American United States Union by members of the antique substance abuse organizations Alcoholics Anonymous and Al-Anon. Members of AA and Al-Anon stand by their long-held position that alcoholism is best treated through a voluntary request for assistance, initiated by the addict. The architect disagrees. Marijuana is more socially just. Following four weeks of psychological reform treatment with a vision-certified social worker or isolation, should the patient waive their constitutional right to psychological reform, patients are taken to the SAMHSA operation chamber. A team of orderlies secures the patient's head with a contour-adaptive biobrace. The optic nerve is first deadened with a local anesthetic, and then the eyelid is temporarily wired open. A 12-centimeter nanographene drill bit connected to a vibratory emitter, bores into the roof of the eye socket until the microscopic speaker at the drill's tip is embedded within the frontal cortex of the brain. The computer then finalizes placement of the drill by nanosourcing coordinates containing the highest level of the neurotransmitter dopamine. The vibratory emitter releases a five-second burst of low-frequency sound rupturing that portion of the neural structure responsible for alcohol addiction. Short-term side effects may include debilitating headaches and blurred vision. Male SAMHSA patients may report an increase in violent tendencies, social anxiety, and memory loss. Female SAMHSA patients may report chronic depression, lack of motivation, listlessness, and mood swings specific to libido. SAMHSA advocates quote an 89% median reduction in post-surgical alcoholic urges across all demographics. Numerous independent studies funded by the Compassionate Reforms Division of the IRS indicate that all minor side effects of SAMHSA surgery previously listed in this article can be adequately treated with painkillers, phlebanserin, sildenafil citrate, SSRIs, Ativan, Plesium, Ritalin, Dinopazil, and Tacrine Psychopharmacologic Therapy. For mainstream advocates, SAMHSA treatment is the final step on the road to vision. It creates a more socially integrated and benevolent North American United States citizen. Lawrence, Kansas. January 2080. Two years. Nine months before event. Tara Dean was not fond of such statistics. She was not fond of doctors with hair in their ears who smelled of last night's Jane beer nor mathematics, logic studies, genital implants, polyhemp products, shoe-wearing, and confined spaces. There was also little use in her world for the color pink, insect protein, or owning a hollow tablet. Regarding the computerized smooth jazz that played 24-7 over the hospital comm, she asked a female orderly the first night she was admitted, Is it possible to turn down the music in my room? The orderly responded with a prismatic smile. 
The music is carefully selected as part of our mandatory calming regimen. Perhaps a tablet of plesium would help you to find it more soothing. Tardine rolled her eyes. Plesium or no? I'd rather tickle a Komodo dragon's face with a used tampon than listen to this shit. Her relationship with the hospital staff deteriorated from there. It deteriorated so far, in fact, that two months later she found herself physically restrained to her bed, with less than five hours remaining before she was scheduled to enter a slaughterhouse chamber. Even as the clock ticked away, Tara's attitude remained outwardly blasé. She had spent the creeping days waiting on a thousand turns of the moon, bored in the formless dark of each night's passing. The dog-forsaken Muzak was constantly piped into her room, minute after hour, after day, after week. However, on this final night, she was listening for other sounds. Specifically, the clumsy bellow of Spencer Hotshine's voice beyond her door. Poor, sweet, fairly handsome Spencer. If she was caught, Spencer could immediately return to being of absolutely zero value. She would forget half her life, get a real job, purchase beige clogs and a fat, orange and blue striped Felix, maybe two Felixes. Perhaps a drill to the eye wouldn't be so bad. Yet if her plan worked, poor sweet Spencer. But Spencer's voice did not come. Her shoulder restraints were painfully tight. The smooth jazz raked her skull. Her long, brunette hair was fastened behind her head, pinned so tautly under the biobrace that it yanked at her scalp, no matter which direction she tried to move. Nurse Fossbender had constricted the brace to a child's setting. If Tara did not escape, Marlene Fossbender would be there in the morning. She would watch the drill go in. Tara could visualize the woman's gaping face, jowls flapping sadistically. No, I would rather die. But her plan had not failed. Not yet. She breathed, in through her nose, out through her mouth. Someone would come. Either a surgical security escort, the nurse, or Spencer Hotshine. In the meantime, she had the company of her own breath. Each exhalation was filled with more hate than the last. 2069, 11 years earlier. Excerpt from the non-clinical notes on patient 373A by Neil Young, registered nurse, vision certified social worker. When asked to state her complete name for the record, subject's first words were, and I quote, My name is Tara Dean, old man. Tara. Like a tar pit, not terror, like we ain't living on the moon, and I swear to dog, if you try and hook me up to some kind of brain scanner, I'll punch you in the nuts. Our therapist-patient relationship has since improved. That said, attempts at modifying subjects' cultural perspectives have so far been unsuccessful, recidivism probable. I believe historical summary of this individual's upbringing bears examination. Subject is an only child. Father died when subject was age seven. Circumstances unknown. Mother, Asteriadine, abruptly relocated family to New Riverside, California, following her husband's death. Within four months, Mother remarries Holovision producer Howard Dean. Paren. Any citizen who watches Holovision Weekly is familiar with the infamous adult-themed parties at the Dean Mansion in New Bel Air. And Paren. Subject reports no knowledge of these events. Polygraph not required. 
Per federal Holoscript records, mother is plesium-dependent, citing chronic social anxiety disorder. According to the subject's own account, most interpersonal care from ages 7 to 14 was provided by the family administrator, a Carlisle Johnson, whose tenure in this position preceded the family's relocation to California. Six months ago, Mr. Johnson was run down on the Hove Street in front of the Dean Mansion by a CNED agent speeding Hove truck. The agent was allegedly pursuing an intoxicated booze bum when the manslaughter occurred. No criminal charges filed. It is this event, paren, death of the family administrator, and paren, that I believe catalyzed this subject's decision to use alcohol for the first time. Subject obtained a two-liter jar of potato vodka from an adult employed by the Dean family as a security guard. The security guard was subsequently arrested and sentenced to an immediate level three SAMHSA treatment for providing a minor with narcotics, a decision which the subject states she vehemently protested. Before expulsion, paren, school policy for drug-related offense, and paren, Subject was enrolled at New Riverside Academy for Girls and had perfect marks in all scores. Subject exhibits exceptional intelligence, though instructor histories indicate an established pattern of disciplinary issues beginning at onset of puberty. When I inquired, subject rolled her eyes, paren, her favorite form of nonverbal communication, and paren, and stated that she is able to, quote, hear the answers in a teacher's head. It is far more likely that she has a hyper-evolved capacity for learning and or transhuman photographic memory. The North American Psychiatric Association's official position is that there is no evidence to substantiate human precognition. I am in agreement. Still, it is noteworthy that this particular subject has a documented history of educators citing headaches and dizziness in her presence, again coinciding with the onset of puberty. When asked about her views on marijuana use as an alternative to alcohol, subject confided that she experimented socially, using Jane lifted from her mother and stepfather's humidor. Subject states that marijuana does not, quote, do the same thing as alcohol. I quote directly, I liked vaping the Jane fine, okay? I didn't see any sights or whatever. We were blending in the park, like after Layla hacked the hall drone so we could play hooky, remember? Layla's good with computers like that. We just walked right past the CODs. I hate computers. I think I was born in the wrong century, say. Anyway, we skipped campus and got hella blended. It was fun. Layla's my only real friend. I guess that makes me a loner. Is it okay to say that? You aren't going to, like, lock me up longer for saying I'm a loner, are you? You know that first-timers holla pamphlet to enjoying marijuana the Office of the Architect puts out, Doc? You get an access code for it at 16 when you get your pilot's license, you know? I've read it. It's totes lame. They say it's going to, getting stoned, feel like time slows and the clouds are some kind of environmental inspiration statement about our interconnectedness or whatever. Totally lame BS doc. End quote. Note, it is this same classmate, Layla, who was present at the time of the subject's arrest. Microdrone surveillance provided by the New Riverside Academy for Girls shows subject consuming alcohol and engaging in light sexuality, paren, heavy petting, kissing, etc., and paren, with Layla in a bathroom stall in the women's restroom. Layla realizes they are being recorded. Alert subject. Subject throws mason jar half filled with potato vodka at Microdrone, misses target, and the glass jar shatters on the tile floor. Another student enters moments later wearing sandals, lacerates her foot, arrest ensues. Box paren, for appendix and box paren, subject sexual orientation classified as standard bisexual per 3D genetic cartograph. Final observation for this state stamp. 
Per instructions in her father's will, subject is not permitted to have a combat installation until she turns 21. Implication? Immediate is the fact that we of course cannot sync subject's routine biodata. Therefore, standard observations on cardiovascular efficiency, plasma chem content, immune system stability, neurotransmitter levels, and frontal cortex signal quotients correlating to behavioral standards, none are available. All neurophysiologic data must be gathered the antique way through manual testing and entry. I anticipate the length and number of entries, both clinical and not clinical, shall be extensive. At age 14, paren, now 15, subject had birthday three days prior and paren, this is subject 373A's first time in a vision re-education hospital. Final L1 treatment efficacy ratio, TBD. Date stamp, August 4, 2069, Neil Young, RN, CVSW. Excerpt taken from the People's Progressive Encyclopedia, 2071. Edition 23, Volume 8, Letter Frames 301 to 302. The Federal Citizen Alcohol Protection Act, or 33rd Amendment to the North American United States Constitution, was voted into law and signed by President Rubicon Ruby Jamiroquai. On January 16, 2043, the 33rd Amendment effectively banned the production, distribution, sale, possession, or use of alcohol in any form. The sweeping FCAPA laws are considered to be one of the final byproducts of changes in American social values following the San Andreas geological disaster of 2041. The event is commonly known as 1.9 Day, to signify the loss of 1.9% of the antique United States population in a matter of 42 minutes. 1.9 Day is also recognized as the unofficial beginning point of the Progressive Revolution, or PR. The PR was the indirect result of an evolution of social norms towards environmentally sustainable energy sources, culminating in Amendment 31, which banned the non-military use of all carbon-based fuels, year 2042. Sociologists and historians say the roots of this progressive movement began in the early 2000s due to the increasingly deleterious impacts of anthropogenic global warming. Related historical statistics. A. The remainder of the Ross Ice Shelf, a body of frozen water the size of France, separated from the Antarctic landmass in March of 2029, bringing sea levels 2.3 meters higher than those recorded prior to the Kyoto Protocol of 1997. B. Hurricanes, tornadoes, and earthquakes claim 19,487 lives in the antique United States alone between January 1, 2020 and December 31, 2039. Feeding on this already established momentum, the unexpected loss of 7.62 million lives in the San Andreas geological disaster created an unprecedented social response at the dawn of the fourth decade. Within 48 hours of the SAGD, President Donald Kane is impeached by an emergency congressional panel for authorizing the suppression of EPA data that conclusively proved that the process of hydraulic fracturing or fracking for natural gas and shale oil was catalyzing the collapse of structural integrity along the San Andreas-California fault lines. Vermont Senator Rubicon Ruby Jamiroquai was sworn in as interim president and is the first high-ranking politician on record to officially change party affiliation from antique Democrat to progressive, signing Amendments 31 and 32 into law during her first year in office. 
Citing independent environmental science correlations between the livestock industry and carbon dioxide emissions, the so-called cage-free law banned federal agricultural subsidies for any corporate entity, co-op, or individually owned farm that knowingly engages in the production of commercially processed meat or dairy products. All cattle, pigs, goats, and related ungulates must be grazed by natural means and permitted to roam freely on parcels of land adequate to their respective carbon distribution quotient. Amendment 32 effectively ended the North American cattle industry and radically shifted the food intake of the North American people to a vegetable and organic meat-based diet. The resulting cultural shift in the common citizen's perception of global warming is generally assumed to have been caused by these three factors. One, the widespread use of fossil fuels. Two, the carbon dioxide-based pollution of natural habitats and water supplies necessary to supply the antique commercialized meat industry. Three, the office of the architect assisting in the societal shift towards healthier recreational drug choices that further the environmental harmony of our North American Union. For more information on the passage of FCAPA laws and or the 33rd Amendment in 2043, please visit Holopage. This concludes Chapter 1.3 of The Eighteenth Shadow. Phase 1, Dawn of the Courtesan, Chapter 1.3. Please visit johnleegraftonbooks.com to sign up for The Eighteenth Shadow mailing list. On johnleegraftonbooks.com, you can also download the free digital box set, containing the first three books in the six-part series. The free box set is available in Kindle format, as well as Smashwords, Kobo, and Barnes & Noble Nook. Remember, citizens, Kindle isn't just a thing. It's a free app you can put on your phone to start reading the 18th Shadow box set today. Prefer paperback like it's 1981? Visit Prospero's Books at 1800 West 39th Street in Kansas City, Missouri, where every phase of the 18th Shadow is available built of glue, ink, and compressed dead trees, the way books were meant to be read by real North Americans. Until next time, this is your author and narrator, John Lee Grafton, reminding you to spay and neuter your pets. And remember, if it's not cannabis, kids, don't smoke it. This has been a public service announcement of the 18th Shadow Radio. For more information, please visit johnleegraftonbooks.com. <laughs>